Albuquerque's macro-aggression, Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. All right, 423 here in the Kiva on AM 600 KIVA, 93.7 FM. Got a lot of texts, a lot of people offering to help out. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you have a battery generator, cannot use gas-generated uh, power. Uh, somebody's saying that the rolling blackouts wouldn't impact us. Uh, you don't know. And the rolling blackouts coming off of another grid or to conserve energy or... We're talking about the public service company of the state of New Mexico, accountable to no one. Expect the propaganda, the <laughs> yeah, the propaganda arm of uh, energy. And uh, by the way, you can check us out on Facebook, uh, Facebook Live. We've got uh, Dowd, we've got Rudy, we've got uh, J Block. We're gonna have a sort of an open uh, conversation uh, here as uh, we're gonna talk about what's happening in uh, Corrales, uh, Eddie Horse Capital, because the biggest horses. But Governor Upalupa lives there, <laughs> and the vast amount of horse, you know what? Poop liberalism that resides therein. It really is kind of a bad, uh, really a bad deal. Oh my gosh! Let me see. What's that? Uh, I didn't. I didn't turn your mic on yet, young man. What's that, Jay? I think I might have her vote. Really? No. <laughs> uh, never done mail in voting you know, before. You, do you, I mail? You in New old... Mexicans don't get our northeast sarcasm. No matter how hard, how often no, we I do it, you did. still don't get it. I just plow through it. I, yeah, yeah. I plow right through. Yeah, he knows I just, me long enough. Yeah, the jokes I laugh at are uh, yeah, I just because everyone's you know reserving their time to go ahead and laugh in their own cars. So if I just sat here and we say, oh well, that was really funny, or we just you know, it just, you got to kind of feel it in the moment. Uh, thanks for all you're doing, Eddie, uh, including the same for Rudy Dowd. Rudy and Dowd. Thanks, Charles. Uh, thanks, Charles. Natalie Appreciate says, uh, Eddie, will get you a battery generator. How big a battery size and what output do you need? As big and as long as you possibly can uh, bring in. I have a gas-powered one. Can't use that. I appreciate uh, that. Uh, building managers making more calls. Uh, Eddie, they get power from us, and we won't be doing rolling blackouts. Um, okay. Um, let's see. Oh, we've got some interesting stuff. Frank Wirtz is joining me live uh, here uh, from Corrales. Uh, uh, Frank, are you there? I am. Can you hear me? I can, and thanks for joining us. You've been writing me. I apologize for the delay, but I always get to all of our uh, great listeners, and uh, you've really been kind of sounding the alarm as to what's happening in uh, uh, Drive uh, Slow, See Our Village, Drive Fast, See Our Judge, and the, <laughs> apparently the horse capital of the world uh, as well, Frank. Uh, if you could just sort of paraphrase, what's been happening in Corrales for the last month? Well, there's been several things going on. You know, I have a, I have a friend here in Corrales, and she expressed that she's received both some letters, or she's heard of some letters being distributed to um, not only herself but others in the village um, that have been in opposition to her posting of uh, pro-Trump signage. Okay. Uh, the letters were rather vehemently worded. And so she had some concern that there might be someone who was rather unstable who knew where she lived, specifically targeted her with a addressed letter, didn't identify themselves. So it was an anonymous letter. And she found out from the village of Corrales that the police department is aware that this has been going on for months. And so she is actually launching an effort to try to get some additional information in terms of what's going on here in Corrales. Um, you know, uh, those of us who are conservatives are a little bit of a rare species here. Uh, so we're, we're a very liberal community. It's a, it's a beautiful community, but, but we're perhaps not as tolerant as we could be to, to others. You know, the second issue is that Elaine also received a, a tag on her fence, and it's uh, basically a cease and desist tag. And this was from the Planning and Zoning Ordinance Enforcement Committee or person 
And and basically, they told her, you, you know, you, you've got your political signs up, and it's it's in a period of time greater than the election. And so we... we oh, so we, they're we, actually we, watching, uh, Frank, uh, for clarification, you're only allowed to have signs, I believe, 60 days ahead of voting. Is that correct? Uh, that's correct. That's so correct. that would be October and, 1st. So any time before August 1st, did she have these signs up? That's right. Yeah. Okay. She and several people in Corrales, including people along Loma Larga, which is our other major byway, they, they all received notifications. And, and, you know, I'd like to point out that these these notifications of cease and desist may very well be going out to everyone, not just conservatives. OK, so it's, it's not just the conservatives that, who likely have been receiving this. And, and they typically don't go out unless someone complains. So so I heard about this. and I started looking into it a little bit. Because I, I thought that in Corrales that it was not allowed to post these signs in a period of time greater than 60 days. Okay, so you were giving on, on you were giving property. yeah, so you were giving credence to their argument and evaluated from not an emotional standpoint, but from the fact that hey, we need to actually look at the village codes. So the village code said yeah. said what? So the village code said specifically that, and it calls out that political signage, um, specifically election signs shall not be posted, they are prohibited, it specifically says they are prohibited greater than 60 days in advance of an election. Is that on public or private property, Frank? It doesn't specify. It, um, it you, you know, ordinances are hard to write because you've got to have, you have all these definitions, you have these exceptions, and they need to be written well in order to make sure that they're specific and applicable and enforceable. And, and, we're, our codes are simply out of date. So, so I've actually, I, I did some research. I found that the United States Supreme Court has actually ruled that if municipalities allow for signage of any type on private property, then those same municipalities shall not restrict the content of that message. So if you have a message that says yard sale or welcome or keep out or beware of horses, and municipalities allow that sort of thing, they can't come back in and say, well, you can't post a, a sign that says, you know, birthday party or, yeah. hey, you Frank, know, pro-Trump. Yeah, Frank, yeah. let me stop you for a second because, and, and you know this, it's good to talk to you. On the corner of Meadowlark and Corrales Road, there's a fence there, and it has all these signs of peace. And... See it every morning, Brianna Taylor. Yeah, exactly. So have they had any uh, issues, or have they been directed by the village to take those signs down? Not, not that I'm aware. And, and, again, I think that those cease and desist notices only come out if someone complains. It's not like our village the enforcement prowls about looking for violations. So, wait, I, I think you're just telling me, if in no certain terms, Frank, that this becomes weaponized, weaponized by the people who pick up the phone and give a call, which is not the, uh, I would say, the, this would not be the even application of this ordinance. Is that fair yeah, doubt yeah, to say yeah, that? Yeah. I don't think you can only yeah. go and enforce that based upon what you receive in terms of complaints. I think that would be, in fact, you'd have a case. Well, Eddie, it, it, it goes beyond that. And, and the issue that I'm sure Frank will get to is there's a family there that is a conservative family. They had Trump signs up. And we had the same, uh, same thing in Rio Rancho. I'll get to that in a second. But, you know, people on bicycles or, or whatever would stop and, and yell at the kids, um, yes. basically harass uh, this one family. We're not going to mention their name. But, you know, the kids are outside 
and people are stopping by and saying just ugly things uh, to the family with with kids right there that, that are smaller. And it's just it's it's quite disgusting. And Frank, I don't know if you know or Eddie, you heard what was happening up in Rio Rancho. Uh, up on uh, there's a family that lives up on uh, I don't even want to say, but anyway, uh, there's a a state rep candidate a guy named Gary Tripp who uh, organized a protest outside this gentleman's, uh, this family's home. This would be the former New Mexico uh, athletic director, NMAA director for the entire state of New Mexico. Look that up if you would, Dad, but yeah. that is uh, absolutely true. Right. So uh, this this family had a Trump flag hanging in Rio Rancho, and um, they had uh, basically, pro- Frank, you've heard of this, right? Yes. Yeah, so they've had protests there every night. It was uh, basically started by Gary Tripp. And Gary Tripp is the guy who said, we need more diversity in the roundhouse. But what Gary doesn't say, he's running against Jane Padrell, a conservative black woman in Corrales. (laughs) Um, Only certain kind of diversity. So they really don't want diversity. They want the same thought. But, you know, uh, this poor family has had um, their stuff vandalized, uh, from what I understand, talking to the police department. And maybe Frank knows a little bit more. But the point is, is that this is this is becoming systemic um, across not just New Mexico, but across the country with these anti-conservative uh, actions by by the far left that is supposed to be tolerant. Um, you know, if you want to put whatever sign you want to put on your private property, uh, I may not agree with it, but under the Constitution, I'm going to respect it. And I, I fought and defended the Constitution for over 20 years in, in, in uniform. But what they're doing to this this family in Corrales, and Frank knows a lot more information than I have, is is really disgusting. And uh, I'll be be talking to the mayor. I have a very good relationship with the mayor there. And uh, we'll see if we can get this fixed. But um, the behavior there has to stop. And I think Frank would agree. Yeah, it's been, you know, it was, uh, it was actually upsetting to hear. I, I didn't, I didn't know the family initially. It turns out that when I stopped by, it was actually a work colleague from years ago that, uh, that I knew kind of casually. But anyway, so I, I stopped in and I said, why did you take your signs down? Because I wanted to know specifically if they had gotten tagged by the village. And I, I spoke with the lady of the house and she told us that yes, they had been to take signs. And, and they said, they oh, were gonna repeat comply that. With the law. Repeat that. You broke up. Go ahead and say it again. Oh, yes, yeah, sorry. They, they said that they, they said they received a tag and that they were going to comply. They were, they were told it was against the law and they were going to comply, so they took their signs down. But she said that during the period of time that the signs were up, and even now their kids would be in the yard, and again, this is a house along Loma Larga, and both bicyclists and people walking dogs, and in one instance a person with a baby stroller, they would yell up obscenities at the kids that were in the yard and just and be just be horrific to this family. Her, her, one of her children left the house to drive into town and got followed by someone in a car who she said was yelling at her the whole way, riding her bumper and effectively giving, you know, hand gestures to her. So she followed her into town until the lady finally drove off and, and the girl was able to, to go about her errand. So let's stop here for a second, Frank and Jay. This is in your district. It's directly impacting you. Uh, don't worry, Gary Tripp. I won't forget about you. We're going to go back to you as well. Um, there's nothing that can be done to rectify that situation. But there seems to yes. be this institutionalized procedure that the squeaky uh, you know, wheel gets the grease in all of this, meaning that they're going to go and enforce it on behalf of you have your Trump sign on, you have your Republican Party sign on. That's who they're going to go after. Um, 
And if they're going to go ahead and apply it that way and you can call them out on it, I've got plenty of evidentiary stuff that you supplied to me in the email. Why couldn't we concurrently uh, also rally around that and defend that family and defend those people rather than hide them and, and say that, hey, we're not going to do anything about it? I would think a better thing, and this is just a suggestion both to you and uh, uh, Frank, uh, Jay, that, that we could go there and rally around that family and uh, really show that there is, we talk so much about the silent majority, I hate that term, but we could really show them that there is this really big support for them, their family, and that they're absolutely welcome here. And it's amazing that this is coming from the liberals who are so, quote-unquote, tolerant, and I say that facetiously, it, yeah, of course. Yeah, but Eddie, it's, it's not liberals. Uh, it, of course. It, it's fascists. Uh, yeah, but however we're going to split that here, it doesn't matter. But, but, I, but you I, know what I'm saying. I, I do. It's These just... liberals need to understand that, you know, we're not going away, and this is our town, and this is a state and a town and all these different places that was founded upon, believe it or not. We were bringing Christ here, and I'm not trying to get Christian or anything like that, but, you know, the Judeo-Christian uh, values primarily are conservative values. I'm not so... I'm not sure why there's so much hatred uh, for that. I want to take a break and, and bring it back to you, gentlemen, and uh, give you guys the floor uh, and uh, put a nice button on this, because I think that there are things that we can do, Frank, and I'm hoping that uh, between you and Jay we have some remedies, because I think this is a great rallying point and opportunity. And, uh, Dowd, you're through there all the time. Uh, if you guys can stand up, and let's not forget, who is uh, the one guy that's uh, out of Corrales? Who's one of your best friends, Frank, that's uh, up in the house uh, running everything? Oh, Damon Eli. The demon. Demon uh, Eli, that's right. Oh, demon yeah. Eli. Oh, look at oh, Frank. Boy. Frank, just, the demon light I, just demon left I his lie. body. <laughs> we'll talk about that. We'll talk about Gary Tripp. And uh, we're going to let Jay and Frank uh, give us some recommendations as to what they should do going forward. 437, back and forth. Thanks for listening.